Hello and welcome to number two of the Pretty Crazy Podcast. Episode number two. Woohoo! Um, today we're gonna do a mysterious death. Yeah, mysterious death on who? Elisa Lamb. Lamb? Like bah? Like Mary had a little lamb. Oh. No, there's no B. It's just L A M. Oh, no B. No B. Well, that's weird. Yeah. Eh, that's all right. Um, she was actually um, from a, from like immigrants from Hong Kong. She was Canadian, but like her parents were from Hong Kong, so I think she actually had a um, a more ethnic name, but that's the name that she goes by is Elisa Lam. Oh, okay. Because you know that probably made the media more sympathetic to her uh, passing. Well, I mean, I think that's the name she went by, like, at school and stuff. This is also probably true. Yeah. Yes. I had a Chinese friend who had a different name. She made it her... Like, she had a Chinese name, and she made it her middle name, so that nobody yeah. mispronounced it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's pretty common. Yeah. Um, you know, like, Joe or Joseph is... Or Elisa. Or Elisa <laughs> is, is quite popular of a choice, you know, just to... Yeah. Um, have you ever heard of this case before? I have not. It is a fucking trip. Trippy! I actually wanted to do this one because it is one of the ones that has terrified me the most. Oh, boy. Because it could be a little paranormally halfway through. Yeah. Um, there's some shit. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's get into it. Okay. So, Elisa Lamb, she was born in Vancouver, Canada. Ah, she's a Canuck. <laughs> Canada. Canada. <laughs> On April 30th, 1991. So, she's just a year younger than you. Ooh, little baby. Um, she was a student at the University of British Columbia. Um, but at the beginning of 2013, she was not enrolled in school and she decided to travel um, to the States. Okay. So, um, she had a blog, and she kind of just detailed where she was going, and she was at the San Diego Zoo. That was, like, the last, I guess, like, really big post before she got to L.A. So, was it a popular blog? Like, she she quit schooling and did this, like, full-time? No, I think that she just had a blog just to talk about, like, her life. I don't know how popular it was. I mean, well, obviously, it's very popular then now. Then what do you mean, big post? Like, her last, like post you know like when you go on facebook and you're like yeah but hey i'm in san diego and then like the next post is like hey i'm in la yeah but five to three is you know relatively big increase but you know yeah i mean i i don't know how big it was but basically like she made a post in san diego zoo and then her next post was in la okay okay um and to so she arrived in la on january 26th and in two days after that, she checked into the Cecil Hotel. Cecil Hotel. Have you ever heard of the Cecil Hotel? No. What's up with the Cecil Hotel? Okay, so this place is also fucking creepy. Okay. Um. We're combining it, creepiness. There. It, this is yeah. This one really kind of. I wish we weren't doing this so late at night. <laughs> um. Basically, this hotel opened in 1927. And it was beautiful and upscale. It had, like, a marble lobby, stained glass windows. Like, it was, like, the oh, premier hotel. Putting on the Ritz. Putting on the Ritz. However, um, as history, as we know history, the Great, the Great Depression hit within five years. Um, so the opulent hotel slowly kind of became this, like, area within, like, a really declining area. Because I think L.A. got hit pretty hard 
Yeah, if only they had sold their rooms to Expedia. Dot <laughs> com. Um, so the the name of like the area that it was in is called Skid Row, which I mean mm. there's the band Skid Row, but like yes. Skid Row is like the hard part of like LA. Well, I assume that's why the band took their name. I'm guessing. Um, and <laughs> it housed Mosley transient types. Um, you know, after it kind of started going downhill. And um, suicides were so common in this building from 1931 um, through the 60s. That's like whenever like it looked like it was through the 60s. It named, like it got the name The Suicide. Like, oh, I'm going to go stay at The Suicide. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, like That's, no, that's not a sentence. No one... Yeah, like it was it was so bad. Um I listened to a podcast on it where like they were just listing off all the suicides and there were like 10. Or One 12. suicide, please. <laughs> Thank you. Um you can check in, but you never leave. Maybe that's what them, you know, maybe that's Hotel Welcome California. To Hotel California. <laughs> um so a couple of really important things that happened in this hotel that you might remember. Um so the Black Dahlia, do you know who that is? Okay, no, you know I'm ignorant on these things. Okay, well, the Black Dahlia, we'll cover it someday, but it was a really, really gruesome murder um, in the 40s. But basically, the last time she was spotted alive was at this hotel at the bar. Okay. Um, Pigeon Goldie Osgood, which I didn't hear about, she was found murdered in her room in 1964. A pigeon? Her name's Pigeon Goldie. I think it's her, like, stage name. I'm not sure. Oh, she probably won by Goldie. Maybe. <laughs> well, I would. Um, and then a really big one was Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker. Dick Ramirez. You've heard of him, though. Have not. Really? Yeah, really. Okay, so he lived there in the 80s. Okay. And I remember my mom in the 80s, like, I think she was pretty, I mean, even though she lived in Miami instead of, you know, L.A., I think Richard Ramirez was just really creepy knowing that he was out there killing all these people. Okay, yeah, if, if you know his name and he's still evading police, yeah, that's creepy. Well, I don't know. I, we'll cover him at some point, too, because okay. I don't know a lot about him. He's one of those serial killers that I don't know very much about. Oh. Um, I just know that he's really creepy. Okay. Because, <laughs> um, I mean, he stopped people at night. Like, that's in his name, the Night Stalker. Yeah, I mean, that would be weird for the <laughs> day man to conquer all. Um, and then in the 90s, the early 90s, there was this guy called um, Jack Unterweger. Weger? Unterweger. It probably is very German, like Unterweger. But um, he he basically, like, copied a lot of what Ramirez did um, from what I saw. I don't know anything really about him either, so. Yeah, he's here to bump you up. But, I mean, that's four really big murders happening, like, right right in these walls, you know? Yeah, yeah. Why would why Why is the place not having business? I wonder. Well, it's now called Stay on Main. I guess after this whole thing happened with the case I'm telling you about, they decided to rebrand. Like, nobody's going to remember that there's a Cecil Hotel and all this bad shit happened. Indeed. Indeed. Um, It is, like, you know, I think noted that it's severely haunted, too. Well, yes. I mean, it just makes sense. If I was a ghost and I was brutally (laughs) murdered, I would definitely attach my soul to said building. Yeah. So, um, back to Elisa... She originally had roommates when she first got there, but after two days, she was relocated to a room of her own because the original roommates claimed that she was displaying some very odd behaviors. Which are? Well, Elisa was diagnosed with depression and bipolar. 
Okay. And she was medicated for all of these. Um, medications included Wellbutrin, Lamictal. Lamictal. Yes. Lamictal. Seroquel. Okay. And Effexor. Effexor, yeah. Um, but even with like all of these diagnosis diagnoses, um, she really didn't have any suicidal tendencies or attempts at her life um, at that point in time. I think that she had really discussed being depressed, and a lot of her blog talked about how she coped with um, with her mental disorders. Okay, good for her. She found an outlet for, you know, coping. Right, with... yeah. And I think, like, you know, there was this one part about her being upset about leaving college, and but I think that it's great that she was able to travel. I mean, I would have loved to take some time off college and go to... San Diego, L.A. Like, yeah, sometimes a change of scenery is exactly what you need. Yeah. Even if it's for a short period of time, you know, get out, see the world. Right. Um, yeah, so she had previously discussed her struggle a year before on the her blog. was called Ether Fields. Um, during this time, she was worried about her transcripts and, like, showing all the withdrawals on there. And um, her big quote was from um, Chuck. I always say his last name wrong. Oh, yeah, P. Chuck P. Chuck P., the one who wrote um, Fight Club <laughs> and Invisible Monsters, which is one of my favorite books. I have no idea how to pronounce it. So I, okay, it. so I wanted to say Palahuniak, but I know that's wrong because I've heard him pronounce it before. Um, Amanda, if you're listening, I'm sorry for butchering that. I know that you've like met him. <laughs> um, you. So basically, what one of his quotes is, you're always haunted by the idea you're wasting your life. Okay. Which, I mean, that speaks volumes to everybody I know. Oh, yeah? Everybody. Well, maybe some people. Maybe some people aren't wasting their life. That's true. (laughs) Um, Okay, so while she was traveling, Elisa contacted her family every single day. Okay. Um, uh, I'm guessing that means that she was very close to her family, because on 131.13, that can't be right, 13, is it when this happened? Yeah, I guess 2013. I was thinking it was 2011 for some reason. Um, Okay, so on January 31st, 2013, she was um, supposed to call her family after she checked out of the Cecil and um, leave for Santa Cruz, but she did not. Um, And the family, like, I guess freaked out and the police were contacted, like, that fast. So really quickly. Very quickly. Very quickly. Um, The police went through the building... But um, they could not detect her scent. However, they weren't allowed to go into rooms because it was, um, there was no probable cause to think that she was, like, kidnapped or anything. She was just, she just kind of vanished. And um, so, like, the dogs went through the hallways, but they didn't pick up her scent. They went up on the roof. They went through the stairwells, but, like, they didn't get anything. Um, So people who saw Elisa on the day that she went missing said that she was super friendly and outgoing um, and she was actually purchasing books and she wondered if um, they would be too heavy as she traveled which makes you think like she was definitely planning on traveling she was definitely planning on going home and bringing those people those books yeah or continuing with yeah yeah I mean if you're suicidal or you know planning on disappearing usually you're not gonna worry about presents for people back home and how you're gonna travel back to them with it yeah they say you normally give stuff away yeah rather yeah yeah, rather rather than than acquire acquire right exactly or like set up suit like very certain plans and it looked like she was really going to santa cruz yeah i don't know how far away santa cruz is from la but i'm guessing it's maybe um i mean a couple hours 
Have you ever been to Santa Cruz? I have not. You've been to L.A.? Yes. What about San Diego? No. Okay. Well, uh, sorry, Californians. I have no idea where anything's <laughs> at. <laughs> That's a really big state. It's all right. There's a few hours before we offend them. That's true. <laughs> um, so after about a week, they still couldn't find Elisa. Um, the LAPD put out flyers, um, just kind of trying to like draw attention to this girl. Um, I know that LA is huge, um, but I mean, somebody might have seen her. She was um, a pretty petite, you know, pretty Asian girl. Yeah. Um, that seemed to, I guess, be, I guess, be pretty charismatic because, like, the bookstore people remembered her and, um, you know, she was friendly and outgoing. Okay. But then on um, February 15th, so this is two weeks after she was missing, basically, the LAPD released this infamous elevator video surveillance, and it is really creepy. Oh, no. <laughs> it is so creepy. Um, it This is, like, kind of what made this a viral thing. Was people watching this video? I don't know. I know what you're gonna make me do. <laughs> I want to. Oh, you're gonna do it. Oh, okay. Okay, so I'm gonna play the recording for you. Um, I want you to explain what you see. I am pretty sure this is a short, shorter version of the video. I think there's like a really long one that I've watched, but this is just like the gist of it. I just see the insides of my eyelids. <laughs> Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, just explain what you see. And this is the first time you're seeing it, so... Yeah, last time, too. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Are you ready? Yep. All right, so there's a lady getting in an elevator. She's dressed in red. Uh, Aspen out. She's pressing all the buttons down to top, top down. And she's standing in the corner, standing in the corner... Uh, she's leaning forward, trying to check why the door didn't close, and, like, look to see if anybody else is coming. She didn't press the bottom button, but she's the bottom, hiding in the corner, looking for someone, like, chasing her or something. And now, like, I don't know, her face went blurry. She's looking to see if anybody else is coming. Looking to see if anybody else is coming. She's standing by the doorway, which is not a good idea. Not a good idea. Now she's one foot off and one foot on. Now both feet off and she's skidded. Now she's like dancing. Uh, she's going off camera. And the doors are not shutting this whole the doors time. Doors are not shutting, yeah. And so we can see everything. It's like she's trying to evade someone, but we can see. It's like she's doing a militarized march or signal or like you know the raising a hand I don't know you can barely see it she's like barely out of focus now she's coming back on and now she like just reset herself and now she's like unselecting stuff but like 4-2 enter I don't know, it's like she's trying to write on the wall. Oh, she's opening the... No, she wasn't opening that thing. She got out of the elevator again. Now she's throwing gang signs <laughs> with really long fingers. That's really weird. Now she's like dancing like a geisha. Yeah, I, I don't know how... I was, that's the only other time I've seen that. Like, those kind of movements. 
and now she's like holding an umbrella like singing in the rain and now she's like marching forward like a zombie and like twisting her leg and that's the end of that video so i've seen that video so many times shop on amazon i've seen that video so many times and um i i never really thought of it as dancing so like it's interesting that you like said like it was kind of like she was dancing maybe i'm in a good mood (laughs) maybe but um she like her arms are very like they're going out in weird directions like not something that you would ever like purposefully make your arms do yes um, and like, it's really creepy cause like the elevator door never shuts. Um, you know, there's also a, a thing that it might be edited that maybe it did shut a couple times or, um, the timestamps are always kind of blurred out and they said like the video slowed down, mm. Mm. but, um, I don't know. It's like her movements are very creepy. And I think like the weirdest part is that like from like, from what I know of bipolar, I mean, I know that you can have, like, kind of psychotic breaks. Yeah. But, like, it's, like, almost, like, different than what I've even seen for, like, bipolar breaks. What do you think? Well, I mean, yeah, she might not be lucid, but who's to say that she's not just, you know, enjoying her time? I mean, but... we're hoping for that, but that she's enjoying herself, but... Yeah, the the look back into the camera is kind of weird. Like, if you're enjoying yourself, you, you're kind of oblivious as to who's watching or who's, like, I don't know. But at the beginning, it starts off as a little paranoid. Yeah, like, hiding in the elevator. Yeah, and then she, like, goes around the corner like she's playing hide-and-go-seek. And, like, jumps out, like, very, like, yeah, oh, so, yeah. So maybe it's, like, she's being possessed by, like, different spirits at different times, or she's being... You know, just having a break from reality. Okay, so, um, there, like, this is, like, the video went viral, like, insanely viral, like, all over the world, but, like, also, like, mainly in, like, um, like, Asian countries. Okay. I think it said it was, like, really big in, like, Vietnam and Japan and obviously China, and, um, they like a lot of people speculate they said it could show signs of her bipolar disorder like if she had a break from reality paranormal activity or even like altered footage like i said like maybe it was really 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 slowed down like maybe the elevator door was only open for you know half a minute and that's what happened you know um but the video i showed was like what two and a half minutes or so so it could have been slowed down a good bit um, but if it was slowed down a good bit, like when she jumps out of the elevator, that would have been really, 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 really fast. So that's kind of creepy. That's true. <laughs> like she gave up on the elevator really fast. If, if that point in time is when she jumps out. Yeah. And I don't go halfway out of an elevator. <laughs> I always go all the way out or all the way in. Yeah. Cause I always think, you know, it's always going to slam or drop on. Yeah. Me. I mean, that's like just a fear. Um, people also think that it was um like she was being followed um which it does look like that whenever she's hiding behind those key like those buttons but then she goes out of the elevator yeah like a bunch um and then like they said like maybe parts are missing or removed um or maybe she was high yeah she could be tripping on ecstasy or well wait for it (laughs) um so the 
one really big paranormal aspect of it I want to talk about because this is the part that really, 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 really freaked, freaked me out. Okay. There's this game called The Elevator Game. Yeah. Have you heard of that? No. Um, so basically, I, I pulled this definition from um, like the first website I found. I was really creeped out and I didn't want to read uh, that much about it. So I literally just picked like the first one and it seemed to match like the other things I've heard about it. But um, this is this is what the website says. It says you need an elevator at least 10 stories high, which okay. a Cecil Hotel is. You need to enter the elevator, which must be empty on the first floor. Then you press the fourth floor button. Which she did. Upon reaching the fourth floor, you press the second floor. Okay. On the second floor, you press a button for the sixth floor. When you get to the sixth floor, you press the button for the second floor. Okay. Upon arriving at the second floor, press the button for the tenth floor. When you reach the tenth, press five. Now, when the elevator opens on the fifth floor, a young woman may enter the elevator. You must not look or speak to her. At this point, you press the first floor button. If the elevator starts moving up to the tenth floor, instead of going down to the first, you may keep going. If, however, the elevator starts moving down, get out as soon as possible and under no condition look back at or speak to the woman. If you reach the 10th floor, however, you may either choose to stay in the elevator or get out. If you get out at this point, the young woman will ask where you are, where you are going. Do not answer or look at her. You'll know you reach the other world if you're alone. At some point, you'll pass out. And when you wake up, you'll be somewhere else. Basically, it's like you're supposed to get into like a an alternate reality. Heaven or hell, basically. But from what I've read, and like this is the reason it freaks me out. Like I have goosebumps right now. And it's like freaking me out so bad. Um, is like if you do look at her... Like, she keeps you. Or, like, oh, oh. oh, man, it's so fucking creepy. Like, it's, like, giving me chills right now, and I Ooh. hate thinking about it. <laughs> um, but it's just, like, you know, if the if the video is, you know, in other, another world, you saw her push all those buttons. Yeah. Maybe not in that order, because we couldn't really see the order she's pushing buttons. Um, but, like, it kind of freaks me out. Like, what if the camera's glitching because there's some sort of weird paranormal thing going on with this elevator game? That's true. This is like the believer in me. And I know you're a little bit less skeptical, but I mean, you're more of a skeptic, but yeah. what do you think about that? I think she believed she was playing the game. Yeah. But like, why is the door not closing? Oh, I don't know. Maybe she failed the game. Maybe. And maybe you're, when you're in this alternate reality that you're, you're in, you believe that you're playing the game and the door never really closes because you just entered a fail-safe code for elevators that will not close. Interesting. Okay. I mean, it's, it definitely it spooks me horribly. Um, okay, so this elevator video happens. Well, <laughs> guests in the hotel started to complain to management about low water pressure black water and a really bad taste oh no yeah well don't drink the black water <laughs> i feel like black water that tastes bad in like this rundown hotel is like the creepiest fucking thing oh yeah i want my money back <laughs> while well, you're staying at a <laughs> at like skeeziest hotel yep um so on february 19th so this is like four days after that video was released her body was found naked in a 1,000-gallon tank, um, which provided water to the rooms, coffee shop, and kitchen. That's crazy. Um, Though she was naked, her clothes were found floating in the water with her watch and room key, but her phone was not found. Mm. Um, So in these big, like, 
drums they did show like videos that it could happen that she could get in um but most of the people they had to use ladders to even get into these things yeah um so her death was ruled as an accidental drowning due to her bipolar disorder um due to her being decomposed her toxicology reports were inconclusive but they did show traces of her prescription medications um, but no physical evidence of assault, including sexual assault, and no trace of recreational drugs. Huh. So if she was high, it was high of, like, her normal drug, like, normal ones, but they were just trace amounts. Yeah. Which, like, I guess would be consistent with what she would be taking on a daily dosage. Yeah, I'd imagine. Um, so she died by drowning, but the doors and stairs to the tank were locked and protected by a code which only the staff has access to. Um, however, there is a fire escape, which if she knew about it or thought to use it, I guess you can get there pretty easily. Um, but to actually get there just from like the elevator or just a normal way, like she wouldn't have had access to it. Huh. Another really creepy part. In 2005, there was a film called Dark Water, which was a remake of a Japanese movie and story where a mother and daughter experienced dysfunctional elevators and discolored water only to find a dead girl in the rooftop's water tank. Oh, man. Now, she was from Hong Kong, so she wasn't even Japanese, but, um, like, it just, like, really creeps me out that, like, a young Asian girl was found. Yeah. You know. Same style. Same style. Same styles. Um... It looks like Sam might have gotten rid of the rest of my notes. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Well, what, what's your type? Um, he just typed a lot of... Well, hit control Z. Z. <laughs> hit control Z. Nothing's happening. I think it's just gone now. But there, that was pretty much the end of the story. I think he just edited it to his... Um, his liking. He's to a like, cat walking over a keyboard. <laughs> what a jerk. Oh, good job, Sam. Good job. Now um, I get to sleep well tonight. <laughs> uh, yeah, so basically, like, the in the... I mean, that's how she was found. You know, she was found dead in the in the tank. Um, yeah. But, like, the questions are still out there. Like, how did she get there? You know, why was she naked? Where's her phone? Yeah. Um, now, her blog was updated after her death. Oh, that's freakier. But, like, they said there's a chance that, like, the blog... Not, like, it wasn't... You could set it to... Yeah, like, auto-post certain things. But what did the blog say? I It didn't say that it said anything. I think it might have just been, like, that it was active. Oh, okay. Um, which, I mean, could be just, like, the way the... the they said it could be the way the website works. Yeah. You know? See, if it was gibberish, I would think she's on a break, like break from reality yeah if it was paranoid you know someone's after her and it could but since it's normal well she was probably just murdered yeah the murder thing though there's no like who murdered her you know like nobody's on any cameras anywhere doing anything um, like, they could have thrown her in this tank, but, like, how did they get up there? Was it somebody who worked for the for the Cecil Hotel? Well, even, even if I'm the strongest man alive, I... You said it's, what, 11-foot tank? No, it's, like, um, 4 by 8, but they still had to use ladder to, like, get over top of it. Yeah, I would have either had... So I would have had to knock her out, which would have shown signs on Physical, the body. Physical, right, yeah. yeah. Or, it, or I throw her... 
shot put style. But you still have to lift yes, the lid. Yes, and 90 pounds. Yeah, I mean, she's definitely like maybe at 100 least, pounds. Yeah, at least 100 pounds. You know, four feet. But, like, yeah, uh, and then the lid only opens so far. Yeah. So, to me, like, it could be a suicide... But that seems like a really horrible way to commit suicide whenever other people just jumped off the building. Like, not to be, like, crass, but, like, I feel like drowning in a, in a tank full of Well, maybe that kind of represents how she felt, you know, a sea of loneliness. I, I, there's the ocean. Yeah, there Right is. there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, like, if, if somebody's going to commit suicide, I feel like that's a really weird way to do it. Um, especially for a female, because, you know, females usually take pills. She, she had a shit ton of pills. Like, she could have overdosed. Yeah, that's true. A um, passive way of doing it. Yeah. But if she had a mental break, you know, maybe yeah, she, she thought she was trying to escape from or somebody. Or take and, a shower or something. Yeah, or hid in the tank to try to get away from somebody who wasn't there. Yeah. And then couldn't get out. And then couldn't get out. But then why is she naked? I don't know. And where's her phone? Yeah. They didn't find her phone in her room. They didn't. They didn't find her phone. Hmm. So that's like another creepy thing. Like, was it, was it murder? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Like this one has bothered me since I heard it. <laughs> yeah. It's a little bothersome. And it's just like, like there's so many things that could have happened. And, you know, like obviously people point to the fact that she had, you know, bipolar and depression and they're like, oh, well obviously she killed herself. No, there's a lot of people that have those that don't kill them. <laughs> exactly. There, it's, um, I mean, it's sadly a lot of people, you know, have them and they live perfectly normal lives, you know, I mean, not perfectly, they have to be medicated, but I mean, they can still get through. Yes. Yeah, they don't have weird psychotic breaks. They have difficulty breaks. with it, but they still, Yeah. And, like, she wasn't suicidal when she... Like, I, there's just so many things that don't add up. Yeah. I Any direction of this story. Yeah, it's a little weird. Uh, I, I don't know. I was I was expecting me more freaked out by the video. But it's just a... So it's not that it's not freaky. It's just that it's weird. I think it's just... I, I heard the whole story and then I watched the video. I was expecting, like, joints backwards crawling up a no 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 no. nothing like (laughs) i feel like it's it's not creepy in that sense because then i would be like oh this is definitely fake yeah but like it was non unusual behavior for an elevator but like if i saw somebody doing that you know not on an elevator i probably wouldn't question it as much yeah it's just a very i don't know it's a very weird case to me and I wanted to talk about it for a while, and I'm glad that you did not know anything about it because I kind of feel like it would be spoiled if you knew. Yeah. Huh. So that is that. How do you feel about that one? I feel like I'm not going to sleep well tonight. <laughs> I'm sorry. It really creeped me out. Yeah, it and is I, creepy. I did the notes the other night, and I was I was, I was struggling. Oh, well, that's why. <laughs> um. Okay. So, what do you want to talk about, sir? Uh, I'm not sure. Ah, uh, Sam! Oh, crawl on me. Our dogs and cats um, are being a little overly affectionate right now. Yeah, and they're also fleeless now, so congratulations to them. Congratulations. Yeah. I don't know how Sam got them. He has literally never been outside a day in his life. Well, not uncaged. That's true. He's been in a cage anytime he's been outside. And, like, that was literally from car to door to... <laughs> door to car. Door to car. Car service. Car service. Come around, full Sir Samuel. 
Um, but right now the audio is not great, and I apologize. We we got microphones, and then we need a nut. Like we had one microphone, and then we got two microphones. But now we're missing another piece of the microphones to make it all come together. So hopefully by next week, yeah, we will sound a lot more professional. Yeah, we'll sound like pros. So the content will be subpar, but the <laughs> the quality will be professional. Maybe I'll bring like a myth or something next week. Yeah, let's let's do myths. Let's let's uh, ease fun. into it. Let's, a little less true crimey. A little less true crime. Let's go uh, ancient Egyptian or something like that. Okay, we'll figure something out for next or week. Or like some Croatian <laughs> myth. <laughs> so Jason, how are you doing today? Do you want to tell the world what's, uh, what's going on? So, uh, that video was a struggle, guys. Uh, I have an eye infection, and uh, it it feels good. Feels good on the whole. <laughs> this and, poor uh, guy, he woke up yesterday and his eye was basically <laughs> swollen shut. And then today we had to go to the doctor, and they gave him a bunch of shit. They X-rayed. They. Yeah, <sighs> but feeling better, so that's good. He'll be back in one piece soon. I'll be back eventually. Eventually. Do you have any other words of wisdom? Uh, words of wisdom is uh. If they're giving you drugs, only take half. I mean, I'm just kidding, but <laughs> seriously, just try half. Ah, uh, <laughs> Sam is try half. Me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Sam says no, Dad. That's not how you got here. And I'm like, yeah, I know, Sam. I've been stone cold sober forever. So. If you if you get um, prescription antibiotics, make sure you take the whole thing. Yep, finish your prescription antibiotics. That's an important uh, that is message. Importante. Muy importante. See. Si. Um, what are we gonna do this weekend? Uh well, we might go to the beach. Uh, you know, just walk around. Uh, feel the sand in our toes. Cold sand. Cold sand. Cold sand. Um, this is the coldest it's been since we've moved to Virginia Beach. Oh yeah. People are like dressed in parkas. Oh yeah. I went out without a coat yesterday, and my coworker was like, "Excuse me, what are you doing? What are you doing, <laughs> crazy woman?" Um, I feel like we could probably go somewhere nicer. You know, f- find someone new. Yeah. And explore the city. Explore the city. Well, I think that's all we have for you. Jason is um, currently blind again. Yep. He opened his eyes wide enough to watch the Elisa Lamb video, which is now probably burned into his retinas. Yep. Um, I was hoping she'd be on the lamb. <laughs> that'd be a much that's that'd be a much different yeah. story. Lamb on the lamb. But um, okay, until next week, we will talk to you soon. Everybody, have a good week. Thanks. Thanks. Bye.